Hi, my name's Aaron Espindola. I'm Linda Rojo. And welcome to another episode of the Next Gen Business Podcast. Let's go. The Next Gen Business Podcast is produced by the Small Business Community Network. Visit them online at www.sbcncanada.org. Hi, Aaron. It's lovely to see you. Yeah, it's really nice to see you as well. How's your day been? My week? <laughs> and it hasn't even started yet. But it's Monday, isn't it? I feel like I've gone through a whole week of, of, you know, when you try to open a door and it just won't open and then you just give up. I even had a nap on the sofa. That's how I felt today. <laughs> how about you? Um, my day has been pretty busy. Uh, I've been just literally applying to jobs, finding different um, positions that are available and just emailing as many resumes as I could get. <laughs> oh. are, you finding, um, are you finding the process easy to apply for the jobs? Well, I do find it pretty easy to like submit the application, but finding the job that I kind of am looking for and somewhere that I want, like in the direction I want to go into with my professional career, it takes a little bit of time and it's a little bit confusing at times. But for the most part, I like it. It's just sometimes they don't pan out, um, which is kind of funny though, because today I was actually applying to all these different jobs and I finally got my fingerprints in the mail. <laughs> Oh, for the for the bank job? Yeah, yeah. So I emailed them and then I'm pretty much starting pretty much this week or next week. So but it's part time, which kind of is not that great, but at least I have the foot my foot in the door. You do congratulations. You've been so patient waiting. Oh, that's amazing. So I guess um that's a really good start, to, you know, to our to our podcast. Really, um, patience is a virtue, and you know, when one door didn't close, the real door opened. <laughs> oh, congratulations! So, um, what I'm finding is a lot of people are making the lives more difficult. Um, not you. You've been amazing. You know, you knew exactly which job you were going after, you were patient, and I guess today was just just in case. But um, a lot of people are making their lives more difficult because they're not sure um, which area of business, say, or sales they want to work in, um, and also not using their contacts. But you've done everything fantastic. So I just wanted to chat a bit about um, you're not a Mac user, are you? You're a Windows guy. Yeah, I use Windows. Um, I'm a Windows guy. I use um, the brand that I use is Microsoft. I just find that it's the closest thing to an Apple without actually having an Apple. <laughs> um, when it comes to like the hardware and the way they build it, it's really reliable. So getting a Microsoft as well as a Dell laptop. And then there's some other ones that are kind of more for gaming, but reliability is something that's very important when you're buying a laptop because I'm sure everyone's had a laptop when they were younger that just always broke or never like lost their charge all the time. And just, it wasn't as reliable. So um, making sure that you get for laptops specifically, you have to shop brands. You have to make sure that you get one with a good brand that you can contact their customer service and that are going to provide you with all the, like the tech help if you need it. Um, but yeah, for my school, I chose windows. Okay. And did you say you have a Dell, a Dell? 
No, no, I have a Microsoft. Oh, okay. Sorry, Angel. Um, so I had a Dell many, many, many years ago before I could afford uh, my Mac. And as you know, I've recently got a new Mac laptop. Um, it was pink. It was very big, though. It's very heavy. Um, and I do prefer the Mac. Um, and yeah, we had a few problems tonight heading, you know, out to the recording, but that's nothing to do with us, actually. It's Microsoft. <laughs> but we won't go there. Um, so will you be working with anything technical in your new job? Will you have to, you know, do much with computers, do you think, or not? I don't think I'd be doing anything too technical right now to start off. Um, more or less, I think they're just going to be showing me how to talk to clients and all that. Um, but as I, like, progress through the um, the job, I'm, I can apply to other different jobs, which then I can actually talk to small businesses and, like, consult with them. And then I would use different softwares to actually give them uh, financial help if they need it or evaluate their company's performance and determine if they need a loan or not. Um, yeah. But to, to start off, I don't think I'm doing anything like that right now. <laughs> I think you'll do well because um, you are really good at talking to people. And when you've come to our events, you get on really well with people. So I think it'd be lovely. I, on the other hand, think it must be the most awful job, sorry, banks, working in a bank because you have rude customers and then you probably have to add up money at the end of the night and I'd probably get that wrong. I used to work in a, a shoe store before I started my own business and I was really good with the customers and everything, but the one thing they did wrong 20-odd years ago, they used to not change the till um, and add up all the money before another person jumped on the till. Well, not actually jumped on the till, but you know what I mean? And um, I'm a bit stubborn. I can be a bit of a bitch. <laughs> and so I says, well, you know, isn't this going to cause problems if somebody's down on the till? And it happened. And I said, well, you can't blame me because basically there's been three of us. And the other thing, did you know, when you work in anything to do with money, you should always have two of you counting the proceeds, the money, or doing the accounting together in case one of you is a bit naughty and tries to steal the money. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I think that's probably why they, they had the whole background check and it took forever um, because you're dealing with money. But I also did used to work at Walmart and I did the cashier stuff um, because I worked in the electronic department. So I would always, and then Boxing Day, everyone's buying stuff with cash and you just, your tills get like a lot of money. So, yeah, I, I understand how um, you have to count tills and all that. And then it's actually funny that you mentioned that I'd have to deal with, like, rude customers because in Walmart, <laughs> people aren't the nicest people there. You know, they're like, oh, just help me or something. Or like, The only thing with Walmart, though, and it's a big brand, and, I mean, you get some good stuff from that. I will admit it, you know, it serves a purpose. But when you want an associate, when you want somebody to help you, there's nobody there. You know what I'm saying? It used to be really good, and this is kind of the way businesses have been going towards automation and um, getting like that people-to-people -people inter um, interaction is going away because now they're having cash register uh, self-checkouts. Um, there's less people on the floors, and what Walmart ended up actually doing is they don't have departments anymore. They don't have people that work in specific departments unless it's really like um specific for example pharmacy then those people those employees will only work there but for the most part you have employees on the floor that just work everywhere so then you, those guys just aren't always there and they, they're not a lot of help so their customer service and satisfaction has gone down from when i worked there when i worked there it was we we're good <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, I believe it. And I totally agree with you. And I'm one of those stubborn people that say, no, if you're not going to give me a better price, you know, if I don't use a sales associate at the till and I check out my own stuff, if you're not going to give me a discount, why should I do your work for you? And I love uh, shoppers. I do love shoppers, drug mart, but they've got a new star, uh, store by where I live. And at first, you know, they wouldn't put anybody in the cash. And yes, of course, I can spend my money there, a lot of money on cosmetics and stuff. And yes, I can check myself out, but why should I again? you know, pay me <laughs> to do. And so now they have somebody on the checkout because I think it was all over Facebook and stuff like that. I think it's a mistake taking away all this customer service um, because basically if you want people to do it yourself, okay, we'll go somewhere with less of a brand. And, you know, that is a lot cheaper than, say, the big brands because why should we do things ourselves? That's the way I feel. And that kind of... Um it kind of puts into perspective why online shopping is doing so well because you have all these retailers that aren't providing their customer service. So customers are going in, not interacting with anyone, just choosing the products from the shelves, going to the cash out and just taking it home when they could just be on their phone at home, order the product and Amazon will probably be there the next day and they'll definitely have that item that you just bought in stock. So you don't have to worry about it. And they do have really good customer service. That's the one thing about Amazon and why I think they're so successful and what a lot of small businesses should really emphasize is their customer service. Cause yeah, we like customers understand that sometimes you don't have a good product or sometimes there's faulty products, but it's all about how you deal with it. That are, is the most important part. You, you quite like, yeah, you quite, well, we um, don't want to go to Ikea yet. We love IKEA. We love the food there and the products, but I don't want to be around lots of people. And so we ordered something off there Sunday, and it will probably be delivered tomorrow, Tuesday. Um, no problem at all, as you say, and the customer service is good. We can track it. Um, I miss people, though. I miss being out in a store, but um, I'm definitely not going to shop at stores anymore that say, well, you've got to use our checkout. Um, packing bags as well. I understand when it was COVID, they don't want to pack our bags. But I go to Zayas, and basically, I don't mind paying for the for the plastic bags if they if they fill my shopping. We spend a lot of money there, um, so if they ever stop that, I won't go to Zayas. I'll go to a cheaper store. But your generation, do you do your shopping on uh, your food shopping online too? I mean, do you like order it to be delivered? No, I don't think my generation does that at all. I'm sure there's a couple outliers that actually do it on their phone. But for the most part, we're still kind of in university, college. We still have a lot of energy that we'd like to go to the grocery store and get all these different types of food and like look at it. So for my generation, it's not we don't use the apps as much. Um, what we do use is a lot of like discount apps. So if there's a sale at a certain different store, then we'll have an app that usually shows that sale. And then you get a price match uh, with the current, uh, whichever grocery store you're at, uh, currently at. Um, but I don't think anyone does like, so, like mobile pickup type of thing with groceries at least or food. Now, again, uh, back to your generation, college student graduates, um, do you care about the brand, you know, as much as, say, maybe I do? Um, not because I'm a snob, but um, 
I care about Apple as a brand because it hasn't let me down. It didn't even let me down tonight. It was definitely an update that, you know, hadn't gone forward. So do you care which brand? Do you choose buy a good brand or do you choose to spend your money with the affordability of, of the organization? I think it usually just depends on uh, the financial situation that people are in. If they can afford to go with the full brand, I'm sure everyone would choose a brand because why not? <laughs> but then um, you have people that don't care about the brand, even if they have a lot of money and they will definitely just go for the cheapest part or cheapest item. But when it comes to me and the people I hang around with, usually we go for the brands because um, it's just more reliable. Uh, I, re- I was talking to this one person and they were telling me that buying one shirt at like $30 is better than buying five shirts at like $10 each, right? So it'll last you longer. It won't like get ruined in the wash, hopefully. Because it's just built it's just built better. The materials are usually better. And then I think there's even a thing where some brands will actually sell um, lower quality items at their outlets than they do at their actual retail locations, which is also a thing. <laughs> yeah. There is a difference though, because I'm into coach, um, coach the brand, obviously. I haven't got my own coach yet. I'm not a princess. <laughs> but uh, the very first one I got was birthday and Christmas money from, from England. And I, I treated myself because they're about $400 upwards, the really nice ones. And then I started going to the outlet store. There's a difference. There's a difference. You don't get this nice little um, um, material bag to put it in and all the rest. It's lots of little things that are missing. But I use the outlet ones for, say, every day, and then the really expensive ones for, like, you know, posh occasions, which don't happen anymore since uh, COVID because I never go anywhere. Um, spoke to a young lady today. She's one of the, the new members of the Small Business Community Network. She's a little bit older than you, but not, not quite my age yet. <laughs> so she's a youngster. Um, and she said phones. She will never buy a new phone because they're too expensive. And we started chatting about that, and I really loved it because not being horrible, a lot of young people today will say looking to buy in a home and say they can't afford it. And then they've got the best phones and the best cars and they want the holidays and all the new furniture. So it is possible to do anything with a bit of money you've got if you choose wisely. Do you think your generation is going to be the ones that say, well, you know, we want things to be different where in retail and things like that? Do you think you're going to say choose differently than what we did? Yeah, I think... Like I was just talking about this with my friends um, and a lot of young people kind of feel the same way. I've been noticing that we don't really see ourselves like owning these expensive houses, especially since we see these prices. Right. So we prefer to kind of have um, enjoy the money that we make or we spend it in in stuff that we like. Uh, You brought up the phone situation and yeah, it's totally true. We, are walking around broke with like iPhone 12s, right? <laughs> um, but the one thing is like having the right phone, there's, I don't know if you know this, but having an Android compared to an iPhone, um, you'll get made fun of a lot if you have an Android. <laughs> like, like joking around, um, making fun of, but like still, it makes you not want to get an Android. I, w- I used to own Android all the time and I was, because oh, I like to um, geek out over all the tech stuff and why it was better but then i ended up just joining the apple gang with everyone else and got pressured into that so that's where like a big part of why people choose the the apple instead of for example 
Huawei or LG. <laughs> um, usually they want to have like the nice brands, right? So everything was built up growing up as being zero dollars down, right? That's something that a lot of young people are really accustomed to seeing is zero dollars, just pay $60 on your plan. So when retailers hide the price, you don't really feel like you're spending $1,000 on a phone. You just know that your phone plan is usually 50 bucks. And now that you can get this brand new one, it's 70 bucks. So you kind of just go like, oh yeah, I'll, I could I could afford that. But we, for the most part, because I used to sell phones and nobody really thinks about the last page that says the total amount of the phone. That's, no, you're so right. But um, again, um, you are changing, you know, your generation are changing the way the brands are looking at stuff and looking at how they do things. Maybe they'll start listening um, to what, you know, you're saying, your generation, about the customer service. For instance, I was on the phone the other day and they said, you've got a minute wait. Now, I don't mind waiting a minute. I don't mind waiting 10 minutes as long as they tell me the truth. So the minute went into 10 minutes and then they kept coming on trying to sell me things with the, you know, the phone messages. I was so frustrated. So I tried again. Had the same things. So I talked to somebody um, online at their organisation. Well, we'll speak to someone, you know. And I go, oh, somebody's just answered the phone. So I told this young guy, this this uh, sales guy, not very happy, blah, blah, blah. And he said, okay, then well, can I help you? He couldn't care less that I wasn't happy and that, you know, nobody was caring. How long. I said, I'm not being paid to, you know, sit and wait on the phone. So I'm a bit of a complainer. Um I think we, we chose to talk about like a hodgepodge of things tonight because I'm trying to find out exactly what your generation is looking for because obviously I'm in sales. I want more people to come along to the Small Business Community Network of your generation and understand what network is all about. Now, you missed out because years ago when Telus was our sponsor, they used to give us phones to give away for door prizes. Yeah, you missed out big time there. Um, do you remember the BlackBerry phones were all the things, the Z or something and all those? And uh, people were taking those home and some wonderful presents. But sadly, because of COVID, they're not our sponsors anymore, but we still toddle on, you know. <laughs> so what should we leave with our listeners tonight? We need some of your wisdom. I think for, I would say, the big thing that's happened to me today was that patient pays off, or patience is yeah. a virtue where sometimes it might not work out right away, but if you keep waiting for it and obviously with discretion, like if <laughs> if you don't have a job and you're just waiting for one to show up, that's probably not gonna not gonna happen. But as long as you're taking steps to um to make your life better, it's gonna work out. Um it's not there's there's this one saying it's uh don't let tomorrow or don't let your troubles of tomorrow ruin your day or something. <laughs> something like that. Yeah. You're as bad as me, we say. That's a that's a good one though. I like that one. <laughs> yeah, I'll 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 probably find out the actual quote and I'll put it down on the actual Instagram post that I'm gonna be making of this um, episode and you guys can see it then. <laughs> so I'm guessing you you Parents are not only proud, they're kind of happy that you haven't got a job now, whether it's part-time or not. You're going to be learning, you know, finding out more about the bank and, and how they work. And you know what? 
even if you don't stay there long, say say you stay long enough to realise it's not for you, at least you've learned something. And, and it, it's something to say that you tried it, you know, you tried it at least and didn't say, well, that's not the job for me, I'll keep waiting. So well done, that's, that's wonderful. I'm really proud of it. As long as you can find time off, we can always change the night of our podcast, but we need you to be here as our host. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. The ni- the nice thing about banks is that they close at five. So, oh, do they? <laughs> um, I don't think my bank does, unless it's because of COVID. I actually haven't been to the bank for so long. I just do online banking, and that way I can't get into trouble. Well, you know, it's lovely to see you, but um, I'm going to have to say goodbye <laughs> from me. It was nice seeing you and. Um, for anyone that's listening, just make sure to hit that subscribe button, share it with your friends that um, are trying to start their business, if they're trying to um, navigate the business world. We have different tips and tricks to ha- uh, help do that, as well as if you're a student, we also have some stuff on this podcast that can help you further your uh, schooling and make you better <laughs> at business. Um, but also, if you want to be on one of our episodes, just make sure to send us a DM on Instagram. Um, and we can schedule you in for any of our time slots available. But thank you for watching, and it's going to be a good night for me. Thanks for listening. Check us out at www.nextgenbusinesspodcast.com.